Okay, let's begin. So, in the previous program, we were dealing with the two different aspects, and there are two, one which is pura. We call them the gimel klipos tameus, and one which is not gimel klipos tameus. We called it, but it's called klipos noiga, toiv enra. And we spent a lot of time in the previous time explaining that and going into different details on that. And we're going to try to finish this part up right now with that. The previous shirim will definitely make this shirim much clearer. But until this point, we dealt more with these two different sides of Ra, Klippa, in terms of the Olam of Maisa, action. So we spoke about in the last part in the word in Perikhas, in the middle. And we spoke about eating. There's eating things which are completely tame, having pork, let's say. And then there's eating things which are, you know, food that we have during the week, kosher chicken, but how do you eat it? Eating it in the right way. Those are the two different types of eating. Now we're going to move on, though, from the Olam of Maisa, of these two klipas, and now we're going to move to the Olam of Dibor, to the Levush of Dibor. And the Tanya, the Rebbe is going to explain over here that there's really three different levels. I'll say them outside and then we'll read it inside afterwards. And then from the Olam of Dibor, we're going to go to the Olam of Machshava. And after that, it'll be, it'll be independent. We'll talk about, in general, the idea of Kedushas Adibor. What is Kedushas Adibor? I'll be panemius a little bit. So, he's going to talk about three different levels. Level number one is going to be and Amaretz, knows nothing. And he speaks Dvarim Batelim. See, really Chazal, they tell us, Vidibarta Bum, she's speaking them, about them, about Torah, Bum. But, and then Bum, only them. It's a very Torah, only. And not Dvarim Batelim. So there's an issue to speak Dvarim Batelim. So Amaretz, though, he doesn't know anything. What is he supposed to do? He doesn't know, he doesn't know how to learn. So that's not going to be, we can't see that that's a complete answer for him. What is he going to do? Elamai, there's going to be, it's like a toiv and ra for him. He's going to explain that that's like klipas noiga for him. That's level number one. Level number two. <laughs> level number two is going to be, we're just giving a summary, no worries. Level number two is the varmatur mamish asr, late sonus, lashon hara. And then how you purify the neshama through that. What are the what are the unjim for that? And level number three is going to be the the burim, which is the varim batelim. But you're not an amart, so that means you're the varim batelim, which means that you're being mevatel Torah, is going to be a whole other level. It's going to be a third level of ra that you did. Now again, just to emphasize, of course, when it comes to all these things when we're going to talk about, you know, things, it sounds very chomer. It's going to sound very, very heavy, but I'll, when we look through the eyes of Pinyamis and Torah, we don't look at these things as being heavy and difficult and, and painful and, you know, that, you know, Kashbar without the Geras, Chas We're trying to show, you know, Yid, we want to connect to the Abonu Shalom and we're trying to find the best way 
how to work on ourselves, but slowly, how we're going to come to connect to the Rabbanu Shalom. So we're going to try to work on ourselves and how to, you know, not speak the Rabbanu Shalom the best we can, and not speak the Son as Lashon the best we can, because these things, they add to our relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom, our connection to the Rabbanu Shalom. But not to look, look at the Rabbanu Shalom, Chas Shalom, as, you know, a Rebbe with a stick trying to beat us, Chas Shalom. So we're going to go with those lenses. So with that, we'll start in the middle of Perik Chas. You see that? It's like smack in the middle of your Gimel Manav. So let's say somebody speaks So what would be an example of speaking to Baratayim Beheter? How we know the Chazal tell us And not Baratayim Beheter. Talking about Amma Aretz, that he's not able to learn. So him is the Dvar Mateen, which is Beheter. So that's like Mitzad Klippus Noig. You can't say that it's a full Isser for him, but you can't say that it's good. So there's a Tzad Toiv and the Tzad Ra for this, for this Amma Aretz, who speaks Dvar Mateen. So even he, he needs to go through, through a, a purification process after Me'ev Ezrin. So even though that he's speaking Dvar Mateen, so his soul takes in that tumma of speaking to Barba Taylor. Aide Gilgula Bekafa Kela, like it says in the Zoyer, Parshas Mishalach, Daphne, and Tess. The Kafa Kela is like a slingshot. That, I don't remember if it's the Neshamras or it's the Diburim themselves, but it's the Zoyer talks about a person who speaks to Barba Taylor, his Neshama, his soul, will need to be like shot from one side of the earth to the other side of the earth. It's, like, it's a purification process. See, there's going to be this kafa kela, which is like this, this shooting of the nisham, the shooting of the dvarim batelim, which is a purification process of the dvarim batelim, as our speaks out. And then there's going to be like gehenim, gehenim like we know. So it's, the difference is that all these things are to purify the nisham, that, that the nisham could go through a purification process to have a relationship with the rabbanu shalom. So you know, when a person wants to clean their clothing, let's say, so they need to do two things. I mean, as far as I know, I don't really know so much how to do laundry, but let's say, let's say as far as I know, they, they need to go through to do two things. So they could be dusty, so you gotta, first you gotta shake it, get the dust off. And then afterwards, if need be, you need to put it in, sometimes they just need to get a little shaking, you know, a little, one of those, you know? And then, you have a lot of kindle, you will see, you need to do a lot of that. And then, you throw it into the, into, the, into the laundry machine if need be, and that's like a real cleansing. So kafakela is like, you know, brushing it off. Can't see when it's Amaret. It's not so chomer because it's Amaret, but he's supposed to do. I don't know how to learn. Lamaizi, you need to purify yourself. So I need to go through like a shaking process to get off the dust. That's called the kafakela. Don't let the horse do the kafakela. People speak the I'm saying that. It sounds like it's not as... You're right. He's going to say that. So that's that's the first level. But let's say somebody speaks So these are the, from the shlosh klipas temes legamre. Again, if the earlier sharing these things, these concepts would be much clearer. But these are from the shlosh klipas temes legamre, and therefore in kafakel levada moyel atar with a haber tumasam anefesh. So therefore, it's not enough to just do the shaking of the jacket. You need to do something more. Raktsricha layered the Gehenna. Therefore, you need to go to Gehenna. Gehenna is like the Kavisa process. It's like the washing process. 
that now you purify the soul even more. So those are the two levels so far, for Devar Mbetelim, for, for Amaret, and then for anybody who speaks Lashon Hara or Leitzanis. Now there's going to be the third level. Let's say this person is he's able to learn Torah, not Amaret. But instead he's always in the Devar Mbetelim. It's not enough just the kafakela to purify him. Now he needs another level, which is called the Oinshim Chamurim for the Bittal Torah that he did. That he gets punishment now for the Bittal Torah that he did. Aside for the, the general uh, punishment that a person gets for being about to any mitzvah I say, there's a special unique punishment for Bittal Torah. Like for Atzis, the Machim was Atzis because of the Atzis that he had, they didn't go and learn Torah. That he needs to go to Gehenim Shal Sheleg, like Mavur Makam Acher. So there's three levels. There's a level of the Ama Aretz, which doesn't know how to learn, and he speaks the Barmba Talim. That's the Kafa Keleth, the shaking of the jacket. Then there's a person who speaks Lashon Hara, Leitzanas, that's the Gimel Klubis Timaeus, and he needs to go through a Kavisa process. A deepening. Then there's a, another level that not only was he Mavatal Torah, so he needs to go through the Kafa Kela, which is the cleansing of the Varn Batalim, but then he also needs to fix himself for not learning, because now the Varn Batalim is also like a lot. So that's like late Sonus and Lashon Hara now. So not only does he need to go to purify himself for that, but now he needs another level, which is called Oinjim Chamurim. It all sounds very scary, I know, but he needs to go through Oinjim Chamurim for the Bittal Torah that he did as well. Yeah, yeah. Saying this, this, it's unique. Ganem shal shalag is worse than. Ganem shal shalag. The difference I was going to go into and ganem shal are two different things. Ganem shal shalag is on a mitzvah ase, and ganem shal ish is on a mitzvah lotase. Because when you do a lotase, you, you have an ish, you have a fire to do it. The bittel of lotase comes from a mitzvah kriyus. So a mitzvah like mita kinege mita to purify yourself from that process. The ish is probably much more painful. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not to never know. Chaim to that. The Maisa, again, all these things, when it comes to the Varim Batayim, when it comes to all these things, of course, like, there's no excuse for Lashon Hara and Leit Sonos and things which are really bad. Perm already, there's, there's Makam for Leit Sonos, Chazal Redash by, by Amalek, there's, there's room for Leit Sonos. But the Varim Batayim, everybody has to know themselves as well. You know, some the Varim Batayim, it's not Mamash the Varim Batayim. Sometimes a person, he needs to go ahead and he needs to schmooze and he, he needs to. <coughs> He needs to be able to be involved with Chavirim, that will help him learn afterwards. Just like when he eats certain foods, he'll have a Yishev Adas, and he'll be able to learn better afterwards because he ate certain foods. Even though for a Tzadik, eating that food wouldn't be okay. If for Rechaim Kenevsky, to speak certain Dvarim, you know, he only could say Bua. He couldn't even say, you know, Brach because to him that was come out like Dvarim Batelim. Some people, that's that, you know, Rechaim Kenevsky, that's how it is. But some, you know, other people, they need Dvarim Batelim, but it's not called Dvarim Batelim he's talking about over here. You can say in that moment, whatever, situation that he's like the arts can't learn, no? Stickle, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you need sometimes you need to. It's, it's even it's a mitzvah to do so. It's, it's something which is necessary. Something which is necessary. Again, Ayid has to learn, it's, it's a very important thing that Ayid learns how to also have a midah, midah of shtika. Shtika is a very important midah. Sayyid the chokmah shtika. Shtika is chayla afayaka. Shtika is sayyid the chokmah. You know, uh, the, the, the normal state of the mind is is like a mem. It's a, the mouth is closed. If you're not talking, my mouth is closed. All your mouths are closed over here right now. 
So if you're, all your mouth, every mouth is closing, because that's the natural way that a mouth goes. A mouth naturally closes itself, because a person needs to learn how also to not use his mouth. You know, sometimes we feel, you know, we're, we're next to people and we're, and we're around people, and, you know, it's almost awkward not to talk to them, but, you know, if it's a polite thing to do, you should talk to them, of course. Sometimes, you know, it's not the craziest thing in the world to, you know, that you have to, you can sit quietly, you know, okay, it's a little awkward, so what? I don't always have to use my mouth. You know, my mouth is allowed to be closed when it needs to be closed. Using the mouth is a very, very cautious thing. We're gonna, I, I really want to explain it. Hopefully we'll get there. Metashem. So that was in the Olam of, of Dibor. So we went from Maitza to Dibor, and now we're going to go to the Olam of Machshava. So so too it is when you learn when you learn things which are not that they can also be viewed as being the varm batelim that you also need to go through a certain purification process as well, just like you would have to do through the varm batelim. So the varm batelim, and then also learning which is not tired as well. And now he's going to explain how it's even worse, really, when you're learning Chachmas Chitzonyes more than the Varm Batelim. Why? It's even worse, Chachmas Chitzonyes, over the Varm Batelim. Now, we know that there's four, there's four elements. And the element of earth, the element of ruach, sorry, is the element which gives the ability to speak. So there's a ruach of kadosh, there's the element which is kadosh which allows us to be able to speak, and then there's the ruach of toma, which is from the klipa side. So when you speak the varm batelim, so what are you being poigim? See, your nefesh is your nefesh of kiss. I spoke about a lot also in the previous prokem. Is Malubish is is within the nefesh of Bahamas, our nefesh of Klipa. It's Malubish inside of there. So therefore, because of that, if we speak things which are improper, it has an effect on our on our, our nefesh of kiss, and it makes us feel distant from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But when a person he speaks in the right way, then his nefesh of kiss is the one who's in charge. So what happens when a person speaks the Varm Batelim? What is he be'etem being poigim? He's being poigim his lavush of his dibur. In contrast, what happens, what is he going to be poigim when he's learning chokh muskitsonyes? He's going to be poigim his lavush of his machshava. And the machshava is even higher than the dibur. So that's why chokh muskitsonyes is going to be even worse than speaking the varm batelim. That's what he's about to say. But when it comes to Klippas Noiga, which comes from the Soda Ra that's inside of the Klippa, which comes from the Klippas Noiga of his Nefesh of Bahamis, and that's not from the Bechina of the Chabad of his, of his Nefesh. Since these things are Dvarm Shtus, and you're speaking them, so what are you being poigim? You're being poigim, your oilam, your, your, your lavush of your dibur. What are you being metame? You're being metame the chabad of your nefesh. You're being metame your chabad of your nefesh through the klipa of, these, of, of this chokhmah. 
Shanaflu Shama that these Chokmas they fell they fell there. Beshviras Hakelim. Bechinas Acharan Shachokmas the Yisrael Yudiyah. They're not getting into Shviras Hakelim right now, but it comes from a nafila from this concept called the Shviras Hakelim. These Chokmas Chitzonis. So when you learn Chokmas Chitzonis to learn Chokmas Chitzonis, so what you're doing is it's much worse. You're being poy game. You're never shall kiss be'atzem in the machshava. Actually, ain't came the varim batelim. You're just being poy game the the levush. For all those who went to college and want to please their parents and things like that. And who want to stum, they learn to understand Torah and things like that. Unless you use them for a good purpose. But if a person learns for the right reason, he learns let's say, to be able to have a parnasa, or that he should be able to apply it afterwards to understand the very Torah better. So then, those chokmas chitzonis, they're not going to be a pagam to his nefesh, to his nefesh ha'elokis in the machshava. This is the reasoning of the Rambam and the Ramban. The reasoning of the Ramban and the Ramban, that they learned so much chokmas chitzonis, was because for them it was beneficial. They used it. They used this kedusha. They used this chokma in order to be able to understand Torah, to be able to understand the Vaida. So, th- just to recap before we go a little bit deeper into this concept, we have chokmas chitzonis, which is on a higher madriga, a higher pagam, because they are make a pagam in the chabad of the nefesh. They're a little bit lower, but they still make a pagam, make a pagam though in the levush of the dibur of the person. And we spoke about the three different levels of Oinshim which come through the Varn Batalim, through Leitzana Sashanara, and then the Varn Batalim for a person who's not an Amba Aretz. Any questions on that so far? You could be Malat Latayif. Like if you eat Latayif, you could, you could be Malat and you could use it in the right way. Yeah. So. And again, all these things, you know, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be so frightened of things that they're not, you know, we're using them to come closer to Rabbanu and it can sound scary, you know, but we work on them slowly, everybody according to the Madriga, they do their best to work on these things, and then they could slowly purify themselves, and, you know, they work up and they'll get really good, I'm not speaking any of our material. Of course, Lashon Hara, Leitzanus, they get us to stop completely, there's a room to know, and at the Habashikol Das, you know, what's called Lahetar and what's called not. So now I want to just be getting a little bit deeper into this concept of Kedushas of Dibor. Since we were speaking about it. So we know that the Pasuk, when it wants to describe the uniqueness of Kala Yisrael, the way that the Pasuk describes the uniqueness of Kala Yisrael versus, let's say, Esav, is a kol kol Yaakov by Yadayim de Esav. The kol, the different base measures, the field measures directions already, the call of Yaakov. The call of Yaakov is what's, it's what's unique about Yaakov. What's unique about Klai Yisrael is their Diburim. That's what's unique about Klai Yisrael, is their Diburim. Esav, which we'll call right now, even though there's also Yishmael, whatever, we'll call him like the Klal of the Prat of all the Muslim. And Yaakov is like the Klal of the Prat of Klai Yisrael. So what's unique about Yaakov, what's unique about Klai Yisrael is in their Diburim. But this is not just a Mida Toiva when a Yid uses the Burim, which are nice, and he's careful with his path. It's not just a Mida Toiva. 
this brings out his uniqueness, which is called a Kol Kol Yaakov. By speaking properly, we bring out a Mila of Yaakov, and that's what we're going to try to, to bring out over here. So Chazal Darshan, Pasuk says, Rasul Chavtsechom Vidabar Davar. About Shabbos says, Vidabar Davar, it's the Pasuk about Shabbos. Vidabar Davar, you speak words. Chazal Darshan, Vidabar Davar, that don't let your Diburim of Shabbos be like your Diburim of Chol. It's come on Shabbos, Kofi Gimel. That your words on Shabbos are different than your words of Chol. So the Rishonim really are they're already down, you know, what does it mean? What is the difference between your Diburim of Shabbos and your Diburim of Chol? Rashi learns that during the week, you can talk about business. Yeah, you can talk about business, talk about what we need to talk about. Masha'in came on Shabbos. You can't talk about Mecca or Memkar. Don't talk about business. No business. No business on Shabbos. Shabbos, no business. Tosfos argues. Tosfos learns that we already have a different source. In we already have a different source that you can't speak about Mecca or Memkar on Shabbos. Elamai, what do we learn out of them from Dabba Dabba? How should your Dibor on Shabbos be different than your Dibor during the week? That you're supposed to speak less. Like we said even before, Shtika, you're supposed to speak less. And he brings down your Shami, that your Shami says that Chazal had difficulty even allowing a person to say Shalom Aleichem on Shabbos. Kolkach. A person has to be careful on how much he speaks on Shabbos. That's Shitas Atayis. But Bain Rashi, Bain Toysavis, we're speaking about a certain quote on how to use your Dibor in a very practical sense. Don't talk about Mecca Memkar. And don't talk about, you know, try to stay quiet. While Pipinemius is a, there's a different type of Dibor. Pipinemius, your Diburim on Shabbos are naturally much more Helig on a much more higher Madriga, and that's what we're going to try to explain. That's what it means, Al Pipinemius Vidabra Dabra, that your Dibor on Shabbos is a completely different type of Dibor. It's a different sug of Dibor altogether than it is during the week. Not that you just don't, you have the same type of Dibor, just don't say like this, but say like this on Shabbos, or keep quiet. You know, the Dibor on Shabbos is a completely different type of Dibor than it is during the week. That's what we're going to need to explain right now. Any questions so far? Clara? Chaya? Yeah, exactly. It's Kitoni. He's each uh, Sadeh. There is really a difference. This is really, you could explain this. What I'm about to say now, based on Pneumus of Kitonius, I'm not even going to talk about Esav and his Yidayim. I'm just going to focus on Yaakov, because I like Yaakov. So it goes like this. You know, even by the Goyim, there's a concept of, of speaking properly. You know? I mean, nowadays, you know, the language is getting a little bit lower and lower. But, you know, back in the day, you know, if somebody would, you know, somebody would say a curse word, you know, you get yourself into big trouble. Because it's not nice to speak in an improper way. And the going does it also, and it gets open your mouth. I don't know if they do that anymore. But, you know, back in the day, people, you know, spoken properly, it gets open your mouth. You know, whatever. But there's a concept of not speaking properly, even amongst the going. So what is it? This obviously something, there's definitely going to be something unique about the Kedushas of Dibor, when we say about Klaizal, you know, don't have nibble pen, speak properly. Even a nigger is a way to explain that, but Pneumius is for sure a different way to explain that, and we're going to bring it out right now. So the Pesach says, These are Hashem of the Kim as the Adam, offer me 
Adam Rishon, Kach Baruch Hu, made Adam, offer me Adama. And the Pesach continues, V'yipak ba'ap of Nishmas Chayim, he blew inside of him a Nishmas Chayim, V'ayiya Adam le'nefesh Chayim, the person was alive. Targum Unkelis says over there, V'havas ba'adam le'ruach memalala. The Adam now had a ruach memalala, meaning he had the ability to speak. So this is very interesting. Adam is made out of two things. He has the Avr min Adama, that's his flesh, that's his guf. And then he has his neshama, Bipov nishmas chayim, that's his neshama. And the Targum says on that, Uncle says on that, that he's Bipov Avr nishmas chayim, but that Bipov Avr nishmas chayim, that's his ability to speak. So what does that tell us about our Dibor? The ability to be able to have a Dibor only comes because we have a neshama which allows us to speak. Every dibor comes because of the neshama. The neshama is what gives an adam the ability to speak. So what does that mean? That means that not only does the neshama give us the ability to speak, but every single dibor is also therefore an expression of his neshama. His dibor is supposed to be a dibor which expresses his neshama. So, therefore, that's the Psalm of the Pasuk. Pasuk says, Vinavshi Yatsa Bedabre. My soul comes out Bedabro in its words. Through our words, Nafshi Yatsa. Every Dibor is really supposed to express our Neshama. It brings out our Neshama. Mm-hmm. Our Neshama gives us the Kayak to be able to speak. That's why to speak you need to take a Neshima. You need to take a breath. What is Neshima? What does Neshima stand for? Neshama. Neshima is a Neshama. Because every Dibor Be'etim comes, why? Because of the Kayach of our Neshama. Our Neshama gives us the ability to speak. Clark? Our Neshama gives us the ability to speak. So, Mamela, what does it mean, therefore, Kedusha Zadibor? Kedusha Zadibor is not just a nice Maila. Kifi, how much a Yid is in control of the Dibor, that he speaks properly, that he watches over what he says, he doesn't speak Lashon, he doesn't speak Lashon, he doesn't have Nivel Pen. See how much he watched over his dibur, that's how much of his neshama will be expressed in his dibur. That's how much neshama will be able to come out through his dibur. His dibur is only dependent, his neshama coming out of his dibur is dependent on how much he watches over and safeguards and takes care of his dibur. So the neshama gives us the ability to speak and to be able to bring out the neshama behind the dibur, and that goes to see how much we watch over our dibur. That's called Kedushas Adibor. Kedushas Adibor is we watch over our peh in order to be able to express our neshama that's, that's giving us our ability to speak. Is that clear? Any questions? Is that why like married people are like great people? Whoa, 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 that's why. Yeah, you're on the right track. Okay? Slow down. What was the shiva doing this? Is that what I think the simple way they say it? Maybe like before this, is that stop? Like if you guard your words, so Hashem will guard your words. Meaning that that he'll listen to me. It's not guys are showing time. Is that oh, if you that's if also you true. Treat them as that's negative, also true. The way it seems that they're be saying here is that it's in a greater level. That stop. That your words themselves now have the power because it's coming from Hashem. Yeah, yeah. It's my level. So. so now we can understand also what does it mean bedaber What is unique about Shabbos? Why is my deeper different on Shabbos? How is it different? on Shabbos than it is during the week. Because since on Shabbos, see, there's one hand you guard your peh, and by guarding your peh, you're megalomar neshama. 
But the same thing would be true if you bring in more neshama, that will also bring out an elevation to your path. So what does everybody here know about Shabbos? That Shabbos is called, Shabbos, what do we get on Shabbos? We get a neshama Yisera. On Shabbos, every Yid gets a neshama Yisera. So just like it is, during the week you protect your path to bring out more neshama, so too there's an elevation in your path on Shabbos, because now you have a more gila of your neshama. There's a higher gila of your neshama, which is called your neshama Yisera. So it's not just no 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 don't speak less no on Shabbos we have an Hashem Yisera and it means that now my Diburim on Shabbos is a completely different level of Diburim it's a Diburim which have more Hashem behind them and just my Hashem expresses my my Diburim expresses my Hashem so my Diburim naturally on Shabbos are a complete higher Madrega than they are naturally during the week that's called an Hashem Yisera that we get on Shabbos. But Daber Dabar is Midirbanan? I don't know. It sounds a lot more like that, no? Because we're saying based, based on what we're saying, it sounds like it's really just trying to make a gather. Yeah. And it gets done, like the way we would think is if we have the ability to use it, then that would be a lot greater than just not speaking. Yeah, you may hold that. Could be right. So this is also why, just to bring it down maybe to a little bit, a little bit more, and that there was, I'll, I'll read it from, the, from, from, my, from my Rebbe where I got it from. The, the words in the Sefer, they wrote it down like this. Shemasupar al-Goyen Rav Chaim Oizer. So Rav Chaim Oizer was once by the Chavetz Chaim. He was by the Chavetz Chaim. He used to hang around by the Chavetz Chaim. And he said like this, that when the Chavetz Chaim was b'medaber b'mili da'alma, when he would just speak mundane words, margishim behem tam mon. He could feel in the words, even when he speaking about mundane things, the Chavetz Chaim, he could feel behind the Chavetz Chaim's words, his words tasted him like mon. Margish Ben Mesikus, he said, I would feel the Mesikus by his mundane words, like a, like a sweet honey cake. But Omar Olin, he also said, I feel the Meshach shows our rukas. I could hear the Chavaz Chaim talk about mundane things for hours on end. Because he had such sweet Diburim. Because by Chaim Ozer, when you would hear the Chavaz Chaim talk, his words were so pure. They were so pure that he could hear him talk for hours on Imam sweet. Why is that? Because Ruchinis is sweet. The Neshama is sweet. When a person like Chavaz Chaim was made on himself, that he said that he didn't speak of Vakash and Har for 70 years, and he, he guarded, guarded his pet so much that every word that came out of his mouth was so purely Neshamadik. It was so purely Neshamadik. But mainly his words were so sweet that his words to him were like Mamash tasted like the mud. Because when a person makalish is dibor, mamela his dibor are very very sweet. That's why, you know, go take a nigan and sing it during the week, and take that same nigan and sing it on Shabbos. Everybody knows that the nigan that you're singing on Shabbos is a completely different nigan than you're singing during the week. Why is that? So based on this, maybe you could say because since on Shabbos there's an ashami yisera, and an ashami yisera that comes higher diburim. It comes a higher dibur. And just like by the Chafetz Chaim, the dibur was so sweet. Feel how much you're Megal the Nisham behind the dibur. You're Megal the sweetness of the Rukhis behind the dibur. That's the matikus that you taste. On Shabbos, when there's a Nisham Yisera that's in Gala on Shabbos, and you sing the same song, it's a very different song. That's a, that's a pet which is singing a song that comes now from a much higher gear than Nisham, which is called a Nisham Yisera. So, maybe the nigan that you sing during the week is not the same nigan that you'll ever sing on Shabbos. Because on Shabbos, it's a completely different type of dibor. It's a completely different type of song. It's a song on a Shami Yisera Dika song. It's a Shami Yisera which is in the Zgal to the dibor. 
So based on this, maybe we can come to explain now a little more the Hakol Kol Yaakov, this uniqueness about the Diburim of Yaakov, and why we're unique about our Diburim. So we know, last week's parsha already, we brought, bring in the door of Flaga. This is a little bit more, to focus in a little bit more. But the door of Flaga, it says, The whole, everybody, they spoke one language. Lashon HaKodes, like Rashi says, they all spoke one language. And they came and they went to rebel against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And what did the Kaddish Baruch Hu do? Kaddish Baruch Hu came and was Mebabel, the Lashonas. He made, a, he made all the different types of Lashonas, the eye and the Shonas. So we find over there, this farm they speak out, that the door of Flaga, I think in Derech Hashem he talks about this, the door of Flaga, <coughs> it wasn't just Stam, Kaddish Baruch Hu was Mebabel, the Lashonas. See, until that time, there was only one nation. There was only one group of people. There was no nations. There was no late nations yet. Memela, there was also no Amanibchar yet. There was no Klaisrael yet. The Chiddush of the Dora Flaga was that when Kush Baruchu was Mevabel the Lashonis, is that now at that time, there also became something called an Amanibchar, which is called a Klaisrael. It could be that everybody until the point would have been called an Am Yisrael. But now there became a divide. When Kush Baruchu was Mevabel the Lashonis, there became a divide. So what's the pshat? So the the, the, the burim, they're not they're not be'etim, that was the chain of the Dorflaga. They were just a simon to the difference between now what's gonna be called the Amanivchar and what's not gonna be called the Amanivchar. That's what the that's what the change of the Diburim was. The Diburim were a simon to tell me that there's something drastically changed over here. So now but what's the difference? So again, what do we say? We said our Diburim they come to express our Neshama. So we learned earlier on in Tanya that there's a difference between a yid and a goy. A yid, let's start with a goy. The goy, now start with a yid. A yid, what is his neshama? His neshama is called a chedek al kaim and mamish, like he quotes. He has a much higher neshama. His neshama is kuloi taif. And even his lower neshama, the Tanya speaks out, the lower part of the neshama is not even from the Gimel Kibbutz Timaeus. It's Kibbutz Daiga. It's Toiv and Ra. Masha Enkin Agoy, his neshama, his neshama, his nefesh, is from the Gimel Klippus Tamez and not even Klippus Naga. So what do you see? You see an intrinsic difference between a Goy and a Yid. A Yid, his neshama, is Kuloi Kaddish. Kuloi Kaddish. Chedek Lekan Ma. Masha Enkin Agoy, his neshama is Kuloi Ra. So just like there's a difference in neshama. So what does the neshama do? The neshama makes an impact on the dibor of the person. The dibor, where does it come from? It comes from the neshama. So Mamela, when a Kurdish Baruch Hu was mevair now by the door of Flaga, who's Klaisra and who's not Klaisra, he made a divide in what? In the neshamas themselves. And Mamela, that means also a divide in the diburim. So what were the diburim? The diburim were just a simon now of how Kurdish Baruch Hu made a divide between the Goyim and Klai Yisrael. That now there's going to be a nation which has a Chedek of the Kaim and Mal, and there's going to be a nation which does not have a Chedek of the Kaim and Mal. And that is, the simon to that is the Diburim which, which are expressed through the path. Is that clear? It's a, a hard in it. Exactly. My Rebbe, I heard from Ramatul, from Ramatul Zor, my Rebbe, that that what does Lashon Hakodesh mean? Lashon Hakodesh means the language of the neshama. 
That's what Lashon Kodesh is. It's the language of the Neshama. I don't know who Whoever it is. I don't, I don't know, know who's there. It's going to end up going to Avamina. It's going to end up going to Klaus. That's going to be our language. I don't know exactly who people are. But I'm, that was when the Ayin Lashonos came. All the different languages came. Lashon Kodesh. Rashi says, Safa Achaz, everybody spoke Lashon Kodesh. Because everybody was under this umbrella of like potentially being like an Amun Ebchar. I don't know exactly how to say it. It's going to be something like that. But the Ma'ezik Hashbaruch was Mavardu, it should be a Chedek of the Kaim Mal unique to one nation. But how did he do that? By being Mavar the Lashonos. Why the Lashonos? Because the Lashonos are just a giloi of what the Neshama really is. Because the Deburim the, the are an expression of the Neshama. So maybe that's how Kodesh Baruch Hu makes it divide to say that now there's something called the Am Nimchar, Kla Yisrael. The Neshama, Dibur. Lashon HaKodesh. It's a different story. I'll tell you, we'll talk about that afterwards. It's a cultural thing. Okay. So, so now we can understand and we can appreciate a little bit more why is it that we, when we come to explain, when we come to use a title for Yaakov, what was unique about Yaakov? What's unique about Yaakov? Hakol kol Yaakov. The kol of Yaakov, that's what's unique about Yaakov. Because that is what's unique about Kali That they have different types of Diburim altogether. It's not just, I speak better than you. You know, I, you curse, I don't curse. That's not the word. The word is a kol kol Yaakov. No. <coughs> We're intrinsically different. There's an etzim difference over here. My diburim are completely different diburim than yours. My maila is expressed by my diburim that I have a chelik of the that I am a neshama, that I have a chelik of and you're not that neshama. You're gimel kibbutz tameyas. I'm a chelik of the So a koko yakov expresses the depth of what klai is. That they're completely different than all the goyim. Well, that they're completely different than all the goyim. Mamela, that's what it means to have kedushas of diburim. Kedushas the Dibur means that we're protecting our Peh, we're watching over our Peh. Because we watch over our Peh, we're Megala, our Neshama through our Peh now. We're Megala, our Neshama through our Peh, and that's how we bring out our Maila. Our Maila is on, in our Diburim. Our Maila is in our Diburim, that's what makes us unique, that we're Megala, our Neshama through our Peh. Maila also, when a Yid, he's the Kaddish of Dibur, and the Chazal say, Mot'ein Bepeh, when a person, he, he learns it should be Chayim, it should be alive to him. His dibur, when he learns, his dibur should be sweet. Torah should be sweet. Kfi, how much we magal our neshama. Neshama is very sweet. Like he said by the Chavetz Chaim. Kfi, how much we are magala and we work on our dibur and we try to speak, you know, the best that we can. And we have to think about it. The more, the more we speak in the proper way, the more that we magala our neshama behind everything that we're learning, everything that we're davening, and we be, and our dibur will naturally be sweeter and will taste more of matikas also in our learning and also in our davening. Should be zayicha mis Hashem. From the college of Diburim to bring out the Milo of Kaiser, the Koko Yaakov of Kaiser, and we should be able to show a Kashbarak, look, we have the Vekas with you, we want to have the Vekas with you. But working on our Diburim, we should be Zerkha to have real the Vekas. It's a shot.